Hi everyone! Surprise! And welcome to a new episode of Surprise Guest with Pia Arcangel kung saan bawat episode ay kapanapanabik. Max, o ba? Kasi hindi naman natin alam kung sino ang ating espesyal na panauhin. And for today, makakatanggap tayo ng mga clues. Eto, para malaman natin kung sino ang ating surprise guest sa araw na ito. Okay, first. Okay, mga favorite ni guest. Sana mahulaan ko based on this, ha? Okay, una. Ang favorite food niya ay bibingka, lechon, at puso ng saging. Ang favorite words niya, bay, kaon na ta, mayo buntag. Ay, sa buwan ng ating guest today, tama ba? Ang favorite places niya, Cart Zone, Oslob, Trattoria da Gianni. Oh, I think I know who our surprise guest is. Naku, surprise guest, napapanood ba kita tuwing umaga? Okay, I have a guest. Kung sino ang guest natin ngayon dahil siya ay Cebuano at napapanood natin tuwing umaga. Feeling ko ang guest natin ngayon is none other than Mateo Gudicelli. Tama ba ako? Maayong buntag, ma'am. Uy, maayong buntag. Yes, tumama ako. <laughs> maayong buntag. Kamusta, Mateo? Okay naman, ma'am Pia. Good afternoon. How are you? Maayong hapon. Kagagaling ko lang ng Cebu. Talaga? Ang talaga pumunta ng Cebu, no? Oo, ang saya doon, wow. no? What did you do there? Vacation or for work? No, for work. We had the GMA Masterclass. And um, it was so oh, much nice. fun meeting all the Cebuanos. Ang saya-saya. Wow. Ikaw ba, when was the last time you were in Cebu? Oh, wow. I was in Cebu. Actually, I was in Cebu a few weeks ago. We had an event. Pero pag pabalik-balik lang ako doon, mga one day, two days na lang eh. But this coming December, babalik ako dahil birthday ng lola ko. So I must be there. Oh, I was gonna ask kung sino-sino ba ang family members mo na nasa Cebu. Iyon, mga pinsan. May mga pinsan pa ako. Lola. Tapos yun, may mga konting family members pa. Cebu will always be home. Sa city ba kayo? Yeah. Sa, pag sa Cebu, nasa city? Oh, city lang kami, ma'am. City lang kami. Ah. Maliit lang yung Cebu, eh. Maliit lang. So, nandun-dun lang kami lahat. Alam mo, Mateo, I have, hindi naman siya confession, but I have a story for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure you don't remember this, but several years ago, nasa Mactan kami. And okay. then, we were swimming dun sa beach. Tapos, sabi ko, wow, parang si Mateo ata yun na dun sa malayo. This was many, many years ago. So, mga 10 oh. years ago pa to. Maliit pa yung anak ko noon. And sabi ko sa asawa ko, parang si Mateo yan. And then sabi niya, tumingin siya, sabi niya, si Mateo nga yan. Sabi ko, oh my gosh. Tapos maya-maya, lumapit siya sa'yo. Tapos nag-uusap kayo. Tapos parang sabi ko, Bisaya ba siya? Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hindi siya bisaya pero I think he interviewed you for something or nagkasama kayo at an event at that time so para magkakilala kayo tapos sasabi namin ng, ng anak ko sabi ko bakit siya nakikipag-usap kay Mateo so I said to my husband when he came back bring us back I want a picture with Mateo so we have a picture together actually from oh, wow. long long That's ago nice. that would be nice to see if you can I, find it <laughs> I'll share it with you ha sige, I still sige. have it syempre pinost ko yun sa Facebook no <laughs> oh, ayos ayos <laughs> oh pero Mateo na I heard that you're very busy with your taping. Are you on the set right now? Yes, actually, we're here. Um, we're in uh, Malabon, actually. We're shooting for a new upcoming teleserie here at GMA, of course. It's called Black Rider. Sino pa mga kasama mo dito? Si Naruru, tama uh, ba? Oh, ang bida natin si Ruru. Mm. Ruru Madrid is here. Yasi Pressman, Raymart Santiago, Gary Estrada. Marami, marami mga matinding artista and I'm very, very happy to be here no? because it's an action drama series that's coming out this coming November. Oh, lapit na pala. Malapit ma, malapit. Kaya medyo tatsada yung shooting nila dito ngayon na medyo mahirap yung location namin dito eh dahil medyo masikip. Tapos bago makapasok sa set mismo, 
you have to ride like a little bangka to go to the set. So, medyo challenging. But, masaya Kaya naman. Experience. Wow. Okay. So, dapat pag sumakay yes. ka sa bangka, bit-bit mo na lahat ng gamit mo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> lahat ng staff mo and everything, they have to stay here by the tent tent area, no? Kapag nasa, uh, nasa location na may kami lang, kami ng cameraman director and mga co-actors. Medyo complicated ganyan set, eh, pero it's, it's, it's an experience. <laughs> Wait, pag Black Rider, ibig mo sabihin yan kasi na nag-big bike kayo dyan sa show? Kaya ba yun um, yung title? <laughs> actually, yung whole kwento ng Black Rider, Black Rider is um, the one in the only Ruru Madrid, no? He's Black Rider, kumbaga. He's uh, like a vigilante, no? So, the role I play naman, his name is Paeng Policarpio. He is a uh, kababata ni Ruru Madrid. Lumaki kami dalawa sa Cebu. Galing simpleng pamilya, simpleng buhay. Tapos lumipat kami dito sa Manila. Siya naging kubaga, uh, delivery driver sa mga motor. Biyahero ang pangalan nila, food delivery. Ako naman naging police. Dahil ang tatay ko, police, uh, uh, police officer actually yung tatay ko. Naging general, naging kubaga, police chief. So ako naman, sumusunod lang sa tapak niya. So naging police din ako. And then dito sa kwento, tinutulungan ko si Ruru dito, no? Sa mga kaso niya, may mga kaso niya. May medyo bad boy si Ruru dito, action star siyempre, di ba? Makikipaglabo sa kasada, mga ganun, nagsuntukan. So ako naman, police, kaibigan, best friend niya, tinatanggol ko pa siya palagi. Tinutulungan ko siya palagi. And then one day, may nangyayaring isang malaking tragedy sa pamilya ni Ruru Madrid bilang police at best friend. Ako yung in charge magsasolve ng problem, kumbaga, ng case. So, most of your scenes, kayong dalawa ni Ruru ang magkasama? Minsan kami ni Ruru, no? Or minsan kasama ng tatay ko, si Gary Estrada. He's the chief of police. And then, officer in charge naman namin dun sa presinto is uh, Raymart Santiago. Mm. So, minsan, half, half, half and half. Uy, balita ko may special guest kayo sa Black Rider. Kinukwento niya sa akin bago siya mag-taping na mag-guest daw siya sa inyo. Sino, ma'am? None other than Miss Susan Sino? Enriquez. Oh, that's Sus Maria. Yun yung pinakamatinding uh, guest, ma'am. <laughs> surprise ba dapat yun? Hindi naman surprise yun, no? Hindi <laughs> uh, naman. Surprise, but it, this happened, I think, few months ago, nung, nung pilot week namin, no? Okay. Nag-text, nagkasama kami yung tita Susan sa unang hirit na sabi niya, Matt, Matt, na may taping kami, may, may tinext ka, oh, may taping ako, Black Riders. Oh, sige nga, tita, punta ka rin. So, yun, nag-taping siya, hindi, tita Susan, award-winning pala yan. Hindi lang <laughs> journalist, broadcaster, pero <laughs> artista din. <laughs> <laughs> Talaga, pwede siya award-winning artista. Ah, tindi, grabe. Yung mga nuances, yung mga galaw niya, parang, Jesus Maria, parang train sa Juilliard yata yun. <laughs> <laughs> ano bang role niya? Reporter ang role niya? Reporter din, oo. Ah, okay. Uh, so, gamay na gamay niya yung role. Hindi, yung sinalins talaga yung sarili ni Susan. Kasi reporter, syempre, lahat ng tao, ah, Susan Reyes, magaling talaga yan. Pero hindi, binago niya. Kumbaga, hindi si Susan Enriquez. Talagang ah. gumawa ng sariling mga characteristics, tapos gumawa ng sariling galaw. Hindi, dito Susan. Nakakaiyak talaga eh. Wow! Nakakaiyak talaga? <laughs> oh, grap. Panoorin niyo, ma'am. Oy, okay, kailangan ko panoorin yan. Nako, okay. Nag-drama din siya, nag-action. Sumakay siya ng motor, tumalon sa balcony, tumalon sa... Lah, grabe. Mamaya, hindi ko na sabihin lahat. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> ko ma-imagine. At pumayag siya, ha? Pumayag siya, ma'am. Actually, sobrang simple lang yung instructions ni Direk. Dahil siyempre, alam mo, Susan Riquez, you know, veteran, journalist, etc. Pero nung, nung sa set, sabi niya, anong double? Hindi ako kailangan ng double dito. Tatalon ako. Pupunta ako sa ilalim ng kotse. Lahat ginawa niya. Hindi, dito Susan talaga. Uy, galing nga palaban. Baka naman na-inspire siya kasi syempre kasama niya ikaw, si Ruru. Hindi, kami ah. lahat na-inspire sa kanya. Kami lahat na-inspire sa kanya, ma'am, dahil talagang tindi. Tindi, dito Susan. Nag-sando pa nga siya doon. Nag-short shorts. Lahat ang galing niya. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, doon ako na pa laki ang mata doon sa short shorts. <laughs> Opo, action star parang Tomb Raider ng Pilipinas. Wait, wow, may belt din ba siya dito? May mga may belt, nakasaksak dalaw- na baril. Belt, dalawang dalawang baril, dalawang sandata sa likod tindi dito sa social. Alam mo, mate, hindi ko na alam kung totoo to or gina joke mo na ako. <laughs> Panoorin niyo lang ma'am sa November. <laughs> Aabangan ko yan. Nabanggit mo kanina, Mateo, na your scenes are really very action-filled and action-packed. I would imagine na marami rin kayo sigurong bloopers. Oo, <laughs> naman, maraming ako takes yan. A- ako, ako, si Ruru, magaling si Ruru, magaling sila lahat. Ako, ma'am, bisaya talaga ako eh. Kaya, you know, lumalabas din minsan yung uh, pagkatigas ng dila ko minsan, ma'am, at pagkabulol ko, alam mo yun? I guess it's part of it. I tell them already in advance, guys, you know, pasensya na, you know, I- I'm bisaya, you know. Ruru Madrid kasi, I, I have a little story to, to-, to mention, no? My first day here in, in, in Black Rider when I worked with him and first day to work with Derek Romel. Derek Romel, first scene, no, he called everybody all together and we prayed. No? Sabi niya, oh, okay, unang eksena, mag-prayer muna tayo. Ruru, ikaw na mag-pray. Tapos tabi kami ni Ruru. When we started the prayer, siya, ako, the Father, Son, Holy Si Ruru nag-initiate ng prayer. Ang lalim pala to ni Ruru Madrid, ma'am. Tindi! Ibang klase. The whole time he was praying, tumitingin lang ako sa kanya. And then later we shared the same dressing room. And I asked him, bro, I just, you know, I just want to know, why are you so fluent and so deep in Tagalog? And not only that, why was your prayer so deep? The only person I heard praying that deep was Rico J. Puno. Rico J. Puno? <laughs> really? Kailan yeah. kayo pray together ni Rico J. Puno? Uh, we, prayed, we prayed a lot together. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a noontime show before. We spent a lot of... We spent good time with Kuya Rico oh. before. And yeah, he may, he may have been very green on stage, and a comedian, <laughs> but he was a very prayerful man. And yun, anyways, he reminded me so much of Kuya Rico. Sobrang lalim. Sabi ko, bro, tindi ng Tagalog mo at tindi ng prayer. Ba't ang lalim mo mong Tagalog? Ba't tindi mo mong pray? Sabi ko, ah, bro, kasi iglesia po ako. Ganito, ganito ako lumaki. Sabi ko, tindi, ha? Tindi. Maganda, maganda. It was uh, very shocking for me to realize that on Uru. Oh, but it's nice that you incorporate prayer also sa set. Kasi syempre, di ba? Parang that's one way of um bonding together with everybody, right? Yes, yes. I think that was very important to always, you know, begin and end uh, work with, with prayer because, you know, we have to be guided some way, kumbaga. Wala namang nahuhulog sa, ano, sa bangka. Sabi mo kanina, you guys travel back and forth na nakabangka. Wala pa naman, wala pa naman. <laughs> dahil sigurado yung mga tao din ayaw mahulog, baka mag- magkasakit kapag mahulog dito. <laughs> Mahaba ba yung biyahe sa bangka? Like more than Hindi 10 naman, minutes? Hindi naman, Day naman. Mga 100 ah, okay. meters, mga 200 ah, okay. meters. Ah, okay. Pero kailangan talagang tumawid. Yes, yes. You have to make tawid because uh, lagpas tao yung tubig. Nako. So, Mateo, di ba? Ito ang first drama mo for GMA. Yes, yes. What's it like on the set of your first drama for GMA? You know, I'm very thankful unang-una to GMA for opening their doors here. No? I signed up with um, GMA News and Public Affairs. Ito yung first teleserye ko dito. And I'm very happy because ang bait ng mga tao dito, ma'am, bait nila lahat. Yung mga EPs namin, APs, PAs, lahat. They're very, very nice. You know, it's it's the same set. It's a it's a set. It's a shooting set, etc. But the people, the vibe is just different. No? Obviously, there's a, you know there's a lot of pros and cons, challenges here and there. But at the end of the day, you no, know, what's important is a positive set and a set that moves forward. No, and, and a good director that can guide us and lead us. But I'm very happy na kasama natin si Ruru and all these all these other guys that make everything. So much lighter and and so much nicer, kubaga. And our and our director, of course, si Direct Romel, no. He was the director also of Ruru for for Lolong, no. So it's my mm-hmm. first time working with him also. 
So very nice, man. Very nice. Was there like any kind of adjustment that you had to go through? Because I imagine it's like you know transferring to a new school or diba, parang bagong opisina. Siempre yung iba kilala mo na kasi same industry naman yung iba ngayon mo palang makikilala. Yeah, I mean at, like a new school. I guess you can say that parang hello, hi, my name is Mateo. Kung mas getting to know each other. I guess ganon. But uh, it's a good and nice school. Everybody's very nice in this school. <laughs> no, but again, you know, when when you're taping, you know, when you're taping, when you're on location, you know, it comes with its different challenges, conflicts here and there. But I guess it's part of work, no? It's part of the excitement of show business and excitement of of being in a teleserie set. Kumbaga. Mm-hmm. Nako, you're so busy. Kaya pala namimiss ka na ng mami ko sa unang hirit. Tapos, <laughs> uh, ma'am, namiss ko talaga si, ano, si Tita Susan. Alam sa... <laughs> si Tita <laughs> Susan araw, lang. <laughs> si Tita Susan huh? lang namiss mo. Hindi, <laughs> sila lahat. Sila lahat. Siyempre, sila lahat. Nakakamiss sila dahil uh, maganda yung UH, ma'am. Eh. You know, I'm blessed to to be part of this fa- of that family. You know, to be surrounded with such talented people. You know, you I mean... I think you guys are a different breed. You guys are, it, it's just something else. You know, you're very admirable, very, the professionalism you guys have and, and the way you guys talk talk to the camera, speak in front of the camera, read the news. Iba, iba. It's very, it's mind-blowing. It's very nice to see. Ako, swerte ko naman, napabilang ako doon. But you know what, Mate? It's so nice to see you every morning. Tapos nakakatawa talaga yung pag nagluluto kayo ni Ate Sue or pag nagkukwentuhan kayo. Tawag-tawa kaming talagang lahat. Ganoon <laughs> ka ba, ma'am? Yes. Um, wow. On the days na gumigising ako ng maaga, syempre automatic unang hirit. Wow. wow. Pero syempre, yeah, mas mahirap I... ngayon kasi hanggang mga 11 o'clock ang area namin sa gabi. So, mas mahi- yeah. 11.30. So, mas, medyo mas mahirap. But syempre, nakikita ko yan online if hindi ko siya nakikita live on TV. <laughs> Oh, masaya, masaya. You know, I'm so happy. You know, I got to meet Tita Susan and, and of course, Sir Egan and Boss Ivan and, and Maurice and everybody, everybody over there. They're very nice to be with, like to work with. And I have so much, you know, there's so many lessons that I learned from them and uh, it's a good experience. Pero Mateo, before you became, you know, a host and an actor, what is it that you were doing? Kasi parang you joined a little later on, ba? Some people naman, they joined the industry at a very young age. Ikaw parang, how old were you when you joined? I actually joined around 15 years old, no? I oh, started show business. Pala. Oo. Yeah, yeah. But it was an in and out thing, no? My parents really wanted me to finish uh, my studies first. But initially, uh, going back with my career, I started my career 11 years old as a go-kart driver no in Cebu uh, I started 11 years old and every weekend nandito na kami sa Manila dahil lahat ng mga karera nandito sa Manila sa Carmona sa Batangas sa Clark so sabi ng pamilya ko you know might as well let's let's migrate the family to Manila so I was this uh, innocent kid from Cebu provincial kid <laughs> moving to Manila kumbaga, with the whole family and it was a, it was exper- it was a good experience and and um I met my manager my first manager then his na- his name was Georgie Dingkong and uh, I we initially got a manager because my ultimate goal was to become the first Filipino in Formula 1 no that was the ultimate goal because wala pa tayong pinoy nakapasok sa Formula 1 yung goal talaga maging unang Filipino sa Formula 1 so that was the road no we were racing every day dami kong mga excuse sa sa school noon no exempted ako dito exempted because they, they understood the man no and then sabi ng manager ko that time sabi niya Mateo you know I will help you get endorsements kasi yun yung point no I wanted to get endorsements para maging known tayo bilang racer so we can get sponsorship etc kasi racing is a very expensive sport so tuloy-tuloy yung ganyan and then one day sabi niya Matt I think kailangan mong pumasok sa show business para ma- ma- makilala ka talaga sabi ko 
Kuya George, that's not my route. Okay to mag-endorse products, mag-modeling here and there. Pero yung focus ko talaga maging unang Pilipino sa Formula 1. Tapos anyways, cut to... There was a show in ABS-CBN called Go Kada Go. It was a sitcom. He placed me there as a young racer, Bisaya, hindi marunong magtagalog. So na enjoy ko. And then that was the time mga junior senior year of high school yan eh. That was the time na mag-apply na kami ng mga colleges, no. So we were applying for schools etc and and accept naman ako dito sa isang school sa Chicago, it's a performing arts school called Columbia College. So tinuloy ko yung musical theater ko doon. Umalis ako dito, pumunta doon. Tapos na-homesick ako, sabi ko, ano ba ito? Pagbalik ko, yun, nagsimula na na full, full stream na talaga yung career ko. I, I did a show called Agua Bendita with Andy Eigenman. And, and then yun, sabi ko, you know, I'll go 100% to the show business. And sabi ko, mahirap din tong pangarap na maging unang Pilipino sa Formula One. Kasi yung market natin po dito sa Philippines, you know, we don't have that, that big, large market that accepts or supports Formula One, no? Formula One is a it's a very niche sport. Eh. It's very expensive. Now we didn't have corporations that could sponsor that large amount of money to a driver, etc. No, not just that, but uh, the level of competition here in the Philippines was also lower than competing in 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 in, in Europe. No, halimbawa dito palagi ako na top top three, top five, one, two, three. Ganun. Pagdating ko ng Europe, pagdating ko ng Italy. Swerte ako makapasok ng top 50. So, the level of competition was very, very large. Kubaga. So, it was very difficult. So, I stopped and I pursued show business 100%. So, yun. <laughs> but the, the whole time that you were doing, I mean, when you were doing go-karting, syempre go-kart kasi bata ka pa, hindi ka pa, hindi ka pa pwede mag-drive, di ba? Kaya go-kart. Yeah, no, go, the usual go, go route. Kasi is the, yeah, go-kart is the fundamental, is the grassroots of any motorsport. So, all the... All your big drivers today, Lewis, ha- you know Hamilton, Michael Schumacher, everybody—they all started from carts, no? And some still race carts, no? And then they moved to touring cars, etc. I moved to touring cars also, but you know the fundamentals is really karting, kumbaga. All mm-hmm. of them are great karters, kumbaga. Okay, so that's where you start, na bata palang. Yeah, oh, yeah. But wait, I didn't know that you went, that you studied. What was it that you studied abroad? Theater and uh, music. Yeah, yeah. I studied musical theater. Musical um, theater. Yeah, yeah, I did this in Chicago, a school called Columbia College. So I, I, I lived in Chicago for three years. <laughs> How old were you when you went, uh, when you went to Chicago? To, uh, 2008, 2008, right after high school. So was that your, you know, first taste of independence? You know, growing up racing, my parents would take me to Italy, leave me there for like a month or two to really immerse with the racing teams there. To, to, I was a mechanic there. You know, I, I lived in the racing teams talaga for one two months. So that was the first taste of independence, talaga. But long term, like two, three, four years, it, yeah, first, first time in college. Wait, this is so interesting. Wait, I have so many questions to ask. I'm gonna try and pack it all in. <laughs> so wait, how old were you nung iniiwan ka sa Italy for one to two months that you were acting as, uh, working as a mechanic? Yeah, I was four, 15, 16, 17, that, that oh. range, no? And when Uh-oh. you say that you were a mechanic for the team, talagang ikaw yung may, may tornillo ka tapos ikaw mag-aayos ng gulong, ganyan? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because here kasi in the Philippines, when we would race, we have a big team, no? A big team, mechanics, etc. There in Europe naman, it's you, it's you, the mechanic, your father or your team, and then you. You know, you also have to tighten the wheels, know how to remove the tires, tire pressure, etc. So that's why my dad wanted to send me there. So hindi lang ako nakaupo lang, tas, you know, that was the difference with race car drivers here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, yung mga Europeans talaga, they knew how to dismantle their engines. They knew how to set up things. They knew really how to, they knew how to get their hands dirty, kumbaga. Yun, I, I lived there for a month or two in, in this racing team. 
And then during the weekends, magta-travel kami sa iba't ibang mga cities sa Italy, uh, Lado, Lago di Garda, different uh, cities every week. And during the week naman, base kami sa isang small town sa Milan, yung garahe namin, kumbaga, nagpuputo lang ako ng mga bolt, naglilinis ako ng sahig doon, lahat mga ganyan. <laughs> wow! So, Mateo, kung maflatan kami ng gulong, pwede ka namin tawagan? Pwede naman, ma'am. Basta dal- dalakan lang ng ano, extra. <laughs> Basta may extra na, may extra gulong. Uh, oh, extra gulong. <laughs> Yung pamalit. <laughs> Opo. Okay, but then, and then sabi mo, so from, um, from, you know, being so passionate and so into your racing and all that, biglang you decided to go for your um, career in musical theater. Did you have to audition to get into Columbia College? Interesting topics and insightful conversations with one of the country's veteran and most award-winning journalists, Howie Severino. The Howie Severino Podcast was hailed as one of Spotify's best new podcasts and has consistently been one of the top Philippine podcasts since its launch. The Howie Severino Podcast. New episode streams every Thursday on major streaming platforms. Sabi mo, so from um from you know being so passionate and so into your racing and all that, biglang you decided to go for your um career in musical theater. Did you have to audition to get into Columbia College? Yeah, yeah, you know the typical mom. You know you have to send your applications, your audition, your audition tapes, etc., etc., all these things. And you know they accepted me. And Papa and Mama always said, "Mom, you know, I want you guys. To, I want you to finish first. And so I did that. So I, I flew right away. I was so homesick, by the way, in Chicago. And Chicago is super cold. Sobra lamig sa Chicago as in ibang klasing lamig. Pero masayang experience Chicago, eh. you know. Um I'll never forget that time in Chicago, building new friends, having roommates, getting to know strangers, living independently, college life kumbaga, no? Very very different. I appreciated and I you know, I loved every moment. So were you able to finish your course in Chicago? No, I I I left after third year. I came back home to pursue mm-hmm full-time show business because you know some of my classmates there they were they were already performing no they would perform in Disneyland they would audition for TV shows here and there but I couldn't because I had a student visa I did not have a working visa I could illegally but syempre kapag mahuli tayo mas malaking problema so tiniis ko na lang and I said you know Pama I wanna go home I wanna go full blast show business and I came home and, and Mr. M and Tita Mariol back then called you know Star Magic got me under their wing and they said, uh, Mateo, okay, we have a soap for you. It's called Agua Bendita with Andy Eigenman. I remember, of course, I remember that show. You pala yung first mo. Para at that time, I thought nakailang show ka na by the time you did that. I, I doubled in some other shows, you know, in ABS even some afternoon shows. But I think this was my first primetime uh, teleserie, kumbaga. Ang galing yeah. naman ito. And so, um, since then, how ma- so how many years has it been since you started in uh, showbiz here in the Philippines? <laughs> almost 18 years, I guess, mga ganyan. Wow. Oh, oh kinulang ka na pala ng dalawang kamay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, pagbibilang. Eh, kasi sa itsura mo, hindi naman mukhang 18 years na, di ba? <laughs> wow, naman. <laughs> wow, um, I'm so amazed. And then, so, your talents are very varied, di ba? And ang galing, kasi it's not like just something you happen to do, but something you happen to excel in. Di ba? Your career in sports, and then ito now as an actor, as an artist, you also sing. And then, but aside from that, you're also a reservist. Diba? You're also an officer. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. With the uh, army? 
Philippine Army, yeah. Philippine. What made you decide mm-hmm. to become an Army Reservist or to apply as an Army Reservist officer? I always tell everybody when they ask this now, it's always a child's little guy's dream to be in the Army, kumbaga, di ba? Uh, growing up watching Rambo movies, uh, Sylvester Stallone movies, all these things with my pop, with my dad. The opportunity just came, you know, in life kasi, in my experience, no? Yes, you can plan out your route, you can plan out what you want to do, where you want to go. But just sometimes when you keep when you keep an open mind, you keep the universe just open, you know, doors will just open here and there, divine. You know, unplanned things just happen and you just, wow, you just enter right away and you have nothing to lose, kumbaga. So I, I guess I was in that stage of my life uh, for... Four years ago, four years ago, I I, I was uh, I like doing crazy things. Now I like jumping out of airplanes and doing these things. And one time I was uh, my first jump. Uh, we were in Pampanga, and um, my friend that uh, took us there skydiving it was my first jump and my first solo jump. And uh, the people I was with jumping in that plane, they were all uh, army people, special forces and rangers, and they all invited me to come to the camp and visit the camp. And one ranger said, Matt, oh, daan ka lang. Dito kami sa Camp Texon, Bulacan, yung first scout ranger regiment. Siyempre, ranger, special force, hindi, astiga. So, a week after that, I, I, I visited the ranger camp in Camp Texon, Bulacan. And they gave us a tour and, you know, I loved it. I was like, wow, this is like real Rambo stuff. This is, these are soldiers. And, you know, me bilang a normal citizen, a normal Filipino, you know, a normal kid. You know, I was really in awe with these soldiers, but I, I really did not know them. Yeah, okay. I knew the meaning of what a soldier was, but I really didn't know the core of what a soldier was, of what a soldier did. So I said to, to the commanding general then, he was there, he was touring us around. So I said, sir, ano po yung mga tao dyan tumatakbo palagi? Sabi ko, Ahmad, those guys are, 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 are in ranger school. So sabi ko, oh wow, I was really amazed. I was like, sir, paano po yan? Paano, paano maging ranger? Ahmad, you have to do this first. You have to do this 45-day course. And then if you pass that, you can do the re- regular six-month course, etc. And you become a ranger. A ranger is the hardest military training in the AFP. I was so engrossed with this cuento. And sabi ko, in my mind, I want to be a ranger. So I said, sir, can I join that? Sabi niya, oh, sige, sige. You know, jokingly and spontaneously. Sabi, oh, sige, sige. Obviously, he thought it was a joke also. But my joke was half meant. I really wanted it. So I, I went home. I told Papa. I said, Pa, what if I join the military? He said, Mateo, you're crazy. Da, da, da. <laughs> you know, I just signed up with Viva Management then. And everything was going well. I started my career again, etc., etc. Mateo, no, man. What are you doing? He said, Pa, I really want to join the army. I think this opportunity does not come around often, you know. I was offered to join this day. So I went back to the ranger school the week after and I told General Car- uh, General Gonzalez, I sir, gusto ko talaga sumali, paano to? So again, with a nervous laughter, he said, Matt, Matt, teka lang ha, wala pang civilian or artista nakapasok dito sa sa schooling namin. Sabi ko, pero sir, in-invite mo nga ako, di ba? Sabi mo, pwede, paano ba to? <laughs> <laughs> so, medyo, it started a little discussion in the AF, in the in the army community. Now, why is uh, a civilian or even an artista joining uh, this uh, not not a normal reservist course or a, mm-hmm. a regular reserve? It's a, it's actually the ranger course, kubaga. That time, the spokesperson of the Philippine army, his name was um, Colonel Zagala. He, he's the aide of the president now. He, he's the head of the PSG now. He was the spokesperson of the Philippine army. I met him and he was a very forward-thinking forward officer. No? And he was saying, Matt, I think this is a good opportunity to start bridging the gap of our civilians to the army and, and army to civilians. No? Because the army, you know, everybody knows it's a very close organization. No? They don't like really sharing 
you know, what they have, what they do, etc. It's very close, you know, it's very mysterious. So I think that time in the AFP, they want to start building the gap, you know, that that's when they were starting to even open social media to the public, etc. Or, you know, building CMO, civil military operations with the people. No? So I think it was a good time you know, for me to join and to me to promote the Philippine army also. But I did not think about anything of that. You know, I just wanted to be there. Mom, am I talking too much? No, I'm so interested. I'm so <laughs> caught up in all your stories. <laughs> Natagalan mo yung 45 days. So, sabi ni Jerry, okay, Matt, bago ka pumasok dito, you have to sign this, you have to sign that because meron kaming casualty din dito. Ah, may casualty. Eh. So, you have to also join the army. You have to be, you cannot join the active, you can't join the active route Dito ka muna sa reserve route kasi active duty ka namin pag nakapasok. So I, I went to the reserve command. I signed up. I did what we had to do. I took all the tests, the, the upside. I did everything, all the requirements. So I came in as a private. And then they placed me into a provisionary second lieutenant. And, and they said, Matt, okay, you're going to come in May. And they said, Matt, okay, you're going to join the Philippine Military Academy Scout Ranger Orientation course this coming May. Okay, Because this, this course is a prerequisite also. For the PMAers before they graduate. So it's a 45-day course, Scout Ranger Orientation course. So anyways, okay, I was excited. I told every mapa, Sarah, I'm going to do this. But they all said no. Boss Vic said no. Everybody said no. Well, are you guys are, are crazy? Sino pinaka-no? <laughs> Mama, Papa, Sarah, and Boss Vic. Sabi ni Boss Vic, Matt, pwede naman kitang gawin action star. Hindi mo kailangan maging uh, sundalo. So I told him, you know, boss, it's not about being an action star or anything. It's about going through this. I don't think this is this opportunity is given to a lot of people. It's open to me. I will take this and I will go in there 100%. So, you know, said, Matt, okay, my condition now, pagpasko mo dun, I wanted to shoot a documentary there inside. So again, this this third, this third up a uh, different conversation with the Philippine Army, bring cameras inside. Said, but again, they agreed because they wanted to promote the Army also. So weeks after, boom, I, I, I went in in, in Camp Texan Bulacan with my, with my pack and everything and I was ready to go. And my mindset was, I'm fit. I'm a triathlete. I run, I swim, I bike, I'm hard, let's go, let's do this. And one, I remember one officer said, Matt, five days, pag-break ka na, yari ka na, five days, yari ka na. Sabi ko, hindi sir, tigas tayo dito, walang problema. Ma'am, the third day, I broke down in tears and lost myself already. Uh, I didn't even reach five days. Uh, the third day, talaga, I, I just I was so emotional, I was so drained. And from that day, the third day, that just changed my life na, boom. Uh, I looked around me and, I saw these young uh, Philippine Military Academy uh, students that they were so hard. They were so mentally strong, physically strong. And, and I asked them, sabi ko, but but ako lang umiiyak dito? but hindi kayo umiiyak? Sabi ko, Matt, dumaan na kami dyan. Fourth year PMA years na kami. Playbo kami four years ago. Dumaan na kami dyan. So I got so much inspiration from them. And, and after one week, I climatized. I understood the whole situation. I was living in the moment. You know, different officers would give... And my classmates, my squad mates were giving me different tips on how to take each day. You know, treat every day like a new day, day by day. They were giving me tips on how to tackle every day. And boom, I did. You know, um, there were so many subjects that I did not understand because I did not have a military military background. But I would always get remedial classes or extra classes from the officers because I'd tell them, Sir, nobody's taught me how to dismantle an M4 or nobody's taught me how to read a manual compass or nobody's taught me how to do map reading. Can you can you teach this to me, please? Because, you know, these PMAers already know how to do it. I don't. So I did. I did. I took extra lessons there. After class, they would teach me. And, and you know, after the whole 45 days, I enjoyed every moment of it. When I graduated, I did not want to leave. I loved it. I built this camaraderie with these boys and these men and female there that talagang 
unbreakable bond and my appreciation, my respect for for each and every soldier that is in the Philippine Army or in the whole FP. Talagang it's it's in a different level now. My understanding huh. of why a soldier is a soldier, why a soldier fights for their country, why a soldier stands strong is just a different level now. Why a, a soldier sacrifices, what kind of sacrifice they go through. I have a lot of soldier friends now, but I always tell myself and I always tell them, some of you guys, I know I'll never be like you. It's impossible. My my line of profession is just so different. But I'm here to tell your story. I'm here to represent you the best way I can. I'm here to stand by you the whole, you know. So that that's my advocacy now for the whole army, kumbaga, for the AFP. Oh, that's amazing, so, yeah. <laughs> Mateo. Is it like in the movies na yung parang nakikita namin, nagigising ka na madilim pa, madaling araw, tapos tatakbo kayo, yung, yung habang nagchat-chat kayo, parang tayo, nasa taas ng bundok, <laughs> ganyan, yeah. habang nagja-jogging? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's similar, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, obviously boot camp, they really, they really rip out your ego what you know that they, they strip you out of everything and they they rebuild your character you know it was an experience no? it was an experience and nothing can <laughs> nothing can replay that or nothing can buy that it was something extraordinary talaga so ano siya parang physical and academic training kasi sabi mo may mga classes there akala ko it was all just physical training no it, it comes with academics also no ranger training you know the rangers specialize in uh, guerrilla warfare jungle warfare no you can put them in the jungle they can survive and they know they have the best tactics and everything and so that comes with physical training so for example our day would look like uh, three in the morning we would wake up three to five we would be running and exercising five to six would be eating and then six to seven maybe if our ranger instructor would be kind enough he would make us shower and wash our clothes and then around 8 to 11, we're in the classroom learning military tactics, a map reading, a first aid, all these different military schoolings. And then from 11 to 12, before we, lo- we have lunch or before we have mess, we call it mess, we have another exercise session. And then from 1 to, let's say, 4, class again. And then 4 to 5, before dinner, we have another exercise session. And then dinner. And then from dinner to like midnight or to 1 in the morning, we have exercise and just like literally mental and physical torture oh. so, so gano'n yeah. kahaba lang yung tulog ninyo one Grabe. two three hours wow um, so mm. you no, kasi nga kung nasa you know if you're out there in the actual situation hindi ka na pwede matulog ng ocho yeah. oras diba yeah 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 so oh. they really deprive you of everything no your, your sleep your willingness to do to do what you want to do they really deprive you of everything and see if you lose control of yourself you know wow and 45 days so I remember seeing the video clips of your graduation and nung nakita ka yeah. namin on TV parang wow pumayat talaga si Mateo and talagang um, parang super chiseled na talaga diba yes. and, and your uniform and and that was the first time you saw Sarah and your family in 45 days doon sa ceremony? Sarah and my family visited in the middle of schooling. No? They were granted access to come in the middle of, the, of, of schooling. And that's when my mom saw me for the first time. She started crying and everything. And then I was like, Ma, don't cry because if you start crying, I'll cry here too. And then uh, Sarah saw me also. And Sarah saw, we, were, we we gave them a little tour no, of our facility, of our tent city. And then Sarah saw it and Sarah's like, Yan, Jan, Jan, kan natutulog lab, uwi na tayo, ano ba yan? <laughs> Sweet <laughs> so, naman ni Sarah, itatapas uh, so, kanya. <laughs> um, so after that, uh, 45 days after, when we graduated, they came again and it was very nice because it was a bittersweet moment because uh, the, I knew I wasn't going to see my my classmates again. So I was crying again there, I was very emotional, saying, you know, thank you for the bond and 
It was a bittersweet moment. I did I did not want to go home, but I wanted to go home. You know what I mean? Uh, it was mm-hmm. a, it was a nice experience. Wait, wait. At that time, hindi pa kayo married, de ba? Were you married already? Hindi pa, hindi pa, hindi pa. Okay. Not yet engaged. Pa. Engaged na ba kami, Raph? Nung panahon yun? <laughs> Ang galing si Raph talaga may sagot sa lahat. <laughs> <laughs> hindi pa yata. Oh, hindi pa daw. Okay. Hindi pa daw. So, si, so si, sabi mo, your mom cried. Naiyak din ba si Sarah nung nakita kanya? I don't, I don't remember if she cried, but I asked her, napaawa siyempre, napaawa ko sa ulog. Hindi ka ba naawa sa akin? Hindi ka ba na umiyaw sa akin? Sabi niya, bakit naman maawa ko sa akin? Gusto mo yan eh. <laughs> My point naman siya. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, but you know, I, I I loved every moment of it. And that year, actually, my 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 military training did not stop there. Now, after my ranger schooling, I went into CMO schooling or civil military operation. That's more classroom type. Mm-hmm. And then I did my airborne. That was mm-hmm. back in the field again in Fort Magsaysay, naman. So, you know, I had two years of you know being active and. Um, It was good, you know. I wasn't married yet, so I I could do it. <laughs> are, you, <laughs> are you still in touch with any of your batchmates, classmates? Yeah, yeah, I am. All of them, actually. Most of them, you know, they're all assigned. They're all second lieutenants also. And right now, they're all young officers, all assigned in different parts of the country. Oh. So, What, what's your official yeah. title? Your official name? Second Rack. Lieutenant uh, Matteo Guricelli. Uh, wow. Second um, Lieutenant Matteo Guricelli. Uh, so, si Sarah pala is, uh, would, would you call her Mrs. Second Lieutenant Matteo Guricelli? No, 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 no. Okay. Akala ko may ganun pag-asawa. Oh, but she must have been so proud of you on graduation day. I hope so. I hope so. You know, Sarah's always there. She's very supportive and All the endeavors, no, and uh, the only thing she's not supportive in doing is jumping out of airplanes. Um, <laughs> she says, "Love, tigil mo na yan, tigil mo na yan. So what I do when I land, that's when I call her, "Love, I'm sorry I didn't tell you, but we just landed." Hindi naman siya nagagalit. Galit pero wala na magawa. Tapos na yung laban. Wala na. Basta ang importante, tinawagan mo siya at sinabi mo sa kanya yung totoo. Inamin mo naman. Oh, di ba? Oh, sure. You always have to be honest, kasi. Kung hindi, yari tayo. <laughs> <laughs> Nako, pero I'm sure kapag uh, lumabas kayo ni Sarah, she must feel very safe kasi uh, marunong kang gumamit ng kompas, kaya mong mag, uh, mag-warfare sa jungle, di ba? <laughs> Tapos marunong ka pa magpalit ng gulong. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so, but I don't know. <laughs> pero yung dynamic niyo ba sa relationship niyo, is it like that? Ikaw ba yung maalaga or si Sarah yung mas maalaga? I guess it goes both ways. No? But uh, I, I, I really want to say and I have to say, Sarah is super maalaga, especially with her pets. She's a different level with the animals, especially the animals. Especially also, of course, with me. You know, she, 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 she bakes now. She graduated from baking school. She's an official baker. Um, and she cooks a lot. And she likes cooking uh, plant-based dishes or seafood dishes. And she's very malaga in the house. But with our animals, with our pets, she's a different level. Like, for example, our cat right now, unfortunately, she's sick. We just got a cat a few weeks ago, but she got sick and all these things. And the cat um, has to be, like, looked after every single hour. So Sarah's there. She's not sleeping. She's she's taking care of the cat. Parang tao. Parang tao talaga. Galing. She'll be a wow. good mother. Oh, 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 yes, exactly. Ex- so, na-excite ka. <laughs> you want ba, no? Big family. Kasi you you have um, several siblings, di ba? Are you from I, a big I'm, family? I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest and I have a sister and a younger brother. We're three. Ah, three. three okay. That's a yeah. good number. Do you also want the same number or even more kids? Hopefully, you know, hopefully. Um, 
God willing, hopefully, you know, two, three, four, two. If we can get two, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oo nga. Parang ano, no? Minimum, minimum na yung two. <laughs> Oo, sana, pero, sana, no? Pero syempre, kailangan tanongin muna si Sarah. <laughs> Dapat, dapat. Siya yung boss, di ba? Oo, dapat same number. Dapat may agreement doon. <laughs> whatever she wants. Whatever she wants. <laughs> Ang sweet naman. <laughs> Oye, nako. Eh, wait. So, pag kanyan, now that you're taping, you're shooting not just Black Rider, but you're also shooting Pedro Penduco. So, pag kanyan yes, pa si Sarah, does she call you while you're on set to check? Oh, how are you? May kailangan ka ba? Gusto mo ba ng pagkain? Um, yeah, she does. You know, she's, you know, she takes care of me in the mornings before I leave. She makes the bound and everything. She makes sure the vitamins are all set. And she calls from from time to time uh, when she can. Yeah, she's always checking up and and she takes care of the baon and everything. She makes sure everything's all set. So she's very malaga. <laughs> oh, baka you can tell us a bit also about Pedro Penduco. Yeah, Pedro Penduco. Um, we're we're coming out. Uh, it's it's an official entry for MMFF Metro Manila Film Festival this this coming December. It's an action fantasy. You know, this has been two years on, in the works. No, we were supposed to start two years ago, but. Because of um, several factors, we never pushed through. Finally, ngayon, ito na. Um, it's directed by, um, his name's um, Jason uh, Laksamana. John Arcelia is here. Kylie Versosa is here. It's a, it's a really cool story. It's an original story. It, you know, Pedro Penduco obviously is, is a staple name already. You know, but the, the story right now, this film, it's a whole brand new story. It's, it's new. It, it's set in a different location. Very exciting. Cool action scenes. Um, we talk a lot about Philippine culture, Philippine tradition, and it's representing the Filipinos talaga here in this film. No, wow. So um, that's coming out in December? December, yeah, for the MMFF mm-hmm. Festival. Yeah. Baka naman may special appearance din dyan si Susan Enriquez. <laughs> Ay, yun dapat sabihin ko kay Tita Susan. <laughs> Oh, baka so pwede rin siyang mag-ano, mag-cameo. <laughs> oo, oo nga, sayang, ma'am. I don't know why I did not think of that. I, okay, we have five more shooting days. Sige, sabihin natin. Sabihin natin. <laughs> oo nga. Makahabol pa. Wow, Mateo. It's so amazing, all the things that you do. And, you know, the best part about it is, you're not just doing it na parang for the sake of doing it, tas trinay mo lang. Parang lahat ng ginagawa mo, ginagalingan mo, di ba? And I mean, it's not just like kumare um gusto mo mag go kart. So sige, punta ka na go kart sa weekend. You you made a career out of it, and then now you're you're acting, you're singing. What do you do when you wanna just you know sit back and relax? I'm sure you need uh, time to do that. Go diba? on vacation with my wife and my. <laughs> uh, sometimes we go. We do it on weekends. Usually, you know, we go out somewhere. We bring the dogs, just run around. You know, so that's what we like doing. We we pick an Airbnb somewhere where it's you know malaking garden. We bring our dogs there and just run around. So that's that's our happiness. No, yun palang yun, requirement. Kailangan my garden. Oh, kailangan my garden for oh, the oh, dogs. We have five dogs. Eh. Wow. Yeah, so they have to run. Wait, di ba sila nag-aaway with your cat? We're slowly introducing them to the cat. Fortunately, wala pa naman. Wala pa, nang, wala pa namang masama nangyari. <laughs> okay. Pero wait, I have to be ano, honest. Kinikilig ako when you refer to Sarah as your wife. I mean, of course, she's your wife. Uh-huh. But parang nakakakilig when you say, you know, I just want to go on vacation with my wife. <laughs> Ikaw ba? Hanggang ngayon, may mga kilig moments ka pa rin with your wife? Yes, yes, I guess. I can say that at times, no? Um, at times, especially when she when she prepares food, prepares breakfast for us and or dinners, you no, know? she likes cooking a lot now. Eh? And uh, she likes clean food, talaga, you know, like uh, plant based foods. And and, and, mm-hmm. and we don't eat meat, kasi at home. Okay. Um, she she stopped eating meat for like I think a few years now. So, you know, we try to keep into that uh, plant based diet, kumbaga. 
seafood oh. diet. Alam mo, ako, I have friends who um, matagal na silang mag-asawa pero feeling nila newlyweds pa lang sila. Pero I have friends naman na kakakasal lang nila pero para feeling nila tagal-tagal na nilang mag-asawa. <laughs> Uh, Saan kategory ka doon? <laughs> it's confusing eh. Sometimes, sometimes the first, sometimes the second. When, I, when we celebrate our third year anniversary, sabi ni Sarah, jokingly, no? Jokingly, sabi love, parang 30 years naman. <laughs> <laughs> o siguro, especially because parang the first few years are pandemic, di ba? So talagang yes. kayo lang dalawa magkasama. Yeah, Oo. yeah. But uh, it's it's amazing, you know. I I tell my friends, my single friends and the people close to me so because you know marriage for me is is the best thing in life you know i mean i i don't know i'm speaking for myself but kubaga the the three years with sarah you know i see a lady growing up changing every single day maturing becoming more and more independent i see myself changing also as a as a man you know as a as a as a husband kubaga and life is just so beautiful because Every year you evolve, you become different, no? You look at things differently and, you know, it just changes. Life is beautiful, eh? Alam mo yun? Yes, it comes with its challenges, you know? There's big challenges here and there. But I think these challenges, if you surpass them, make you become better, a better person, kumbaga. That right there is what every wife wants to hear her husband say. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing that a wife can hear from her husband. Shaks Mateo, um, it's so nice to um have been able to chat with you and have this chance to get to know you even more. We've only met each other, well, aside from yung brief encounter at the beach, yeah, sa gala, di ba? Don sa Thanksgiving gala of GMA. But so I'm so happy we got to have this conversation. Before we let you go, we'll we'll ask you to please invite everyone to catch you on. Black Rider and Pedro Penduco. Yeah, thank you, thank you, um, ma'am. Thank you, Miss Pia. Thank you very much for having me here, and I hope we get to see each other and spend more time together with GMA soon. <laughs> no, with the Susan. Yes. We'll go to ano, her farm. <laughs> Oo nga sa Balustre. Okay, I will send Balustre, the link uh, of this episode to Atesu para invite niya tayo magkakasama tayo ha. <laughs> Oh, oh, Sabi ko, Ate so, Su, in-invite ako ni Mateo sa balustre. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Dun, she's very nice. Her weekend, she's always there. She has fresh fruit and everything. Very nice. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'd like to invite everybody, all your viewers and listeners, no, to watch Black Rider coming on uh, GMA primetime uh, very, very soon, this coming November. Black Rider, of course, and Bida Pujan, si Ruru Madrid. And I'd also like to invite everybody to support and watch uh, Pedro Penduco ngayong December po para sa Metro Manila Film Festival 2023, Pedro Penduco. It's been a long time since Pedro has been out on TV or move, or in the, in the cinemas. Eh. So, sana mapapanood ng mga kabataan natin, mga families. You know, it's a family movie, so it'll be fun. And um, yung restaurant ko, ma'am, if, you, if you're around Alabang, please drop by. Or in Cebu, Dajani. Maraming Wait, salamat. I have dropped by. Ang sarap ng pizza nyo. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Twice na. Twice na. And I'm Talaga. not from Alabang. <laughs> Wait, wow. Mateo, thank you so much. I really had so much fun chatting with you. Thank, thank you, you for inserting us into your very busy schedule. Oh, no. Um, thank you. Ito, last na. A message to all your fans and supporters who have um, followed you throughout your entire career and who continue to support you. Maraming maraming salamat no, to all the supporters out there that support uh, the projects I do and of course myself and Sarah and I you know thank you very much for the inspiration and, and we're always supporting on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram we really appreciate it maraming maraming salamat and I'm, I'm excited for the projects to come you know for to, to in, continue inspiring our, our, our Filipino 
audience or kabataan and all to have a good time with their families and their loved ones, of course. So, maraming salamat, Ma'am Pia. Thank you. Thank you, Mateo. Thank you. This surprise was planned by the team of Nikita Mundo and Aubrey de los Reyes, edited by Shirley Paghiligat with the amazing people, GMA Integrated News. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Till the next surprise!